Welcome to the Locust Grove Oral History Podcast from the Jessamine County Public Library. I'm Carrie Green. Locust Grove Cemetery is an African-American cemetery in Nicholasville, Kentucky. In February 2019, the library began recording interviews with several current and former Jessamine County residents about their relatives who were buried in Locust Grove. Those interviews will be collected, along with stories about other former community members, in the Locust Grove Cemetery audio tour. We plan to release the full tour in episode four of the podcast. For this episode, we talked to Frank Cannon Jr. about his parents, Frank R. Cannon Sr. and Ora Bell Hamilton Cannon. Frank R. Cannon Sr. was born in Jessamine County in 1913 and died in 1988. He graduated from high school in Nicholasville and earned an A.B. degree from Kentucky State University. He was one of the first graduate students to integrate the University of Kentucky. He earned a Master's of Education there. He later completed postgraduate work at the Tuskegee Institute and at Atlanta University. Cannon served as principal of Rosenwald Dunbar School. He was the first African-American member of the Jessamine County Board of Education. He left Jessamine County to work as a principal and superintendent of the Lincoln Heights School System in Ohio. He taught in the Cincinnati School System before returning to Central Kentucky, where he served as director of the Head Start program in Lexington, Fayette County. Frank Cannon Jr. talked to us about his father's role in the community. After being a school teacher and principal of the uh, school at that time, he was uh, well known here in Nicholasville. Mm-hmm. And after he retired from teaching, he also was in the uh, Retired Teachers Association mm-hmm. here in Jessamine County, Jessamine County Retired Teachers Association. He was active in that on up until he passed. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he was uh, pretty much into the public uh, view as far as being well-known in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, he had a repair shop which drew in customers from all over uh, Fayette, Jessamine County. Mm-hmm. So he got to be known in that way also. When I retired from service in 1980, I came back home here and then I worked with him in the shop. Uh, he owned the shop. Mm-hmm. I worked in there until he passed, and after he, he his passing, then I continued to run the shop until uh, around 90, 91, somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And what was it like um, working with your father? Very, very, very good. Uh, we trained several other mechanics. We also had uh, the little, uh, the, I think it was the F. F-A, uh, F-H-A, uh, where kids come to school, mm-hmm. uh, gave them a course during the winter time on engine repair for, for the lawnmowers or whatever they had. They would uh, come to the shop every uh, week, and if they didn't have an engine to work on, we gave them one, because we had, had plenty of them in the uh-huh. winter, <laughs> where we uh, completely tore it down, all the way down to nothing, built it back up and then pulled the starter open and it started. And that was uh, very rewarding to us as well as to the kids. We had a couple of uh, kids that uh, took first place in the state 
mm-hmm. uh, competitions, uh, of which one was a girl. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and what, about what year was that? It had to been in uh, maybe 83, 84, somewhere like mm-hmm. that. That's great. So your dad was teaching even after he'd retired. After he retired, you never get you never give up teaching. Yeah. Did he ever tell you any stories about his teaching career? No, because I went to school under him. Oh, did so, you? <laughs> so what was that like? Uh, very, <laughs> to me, very restrictive. <laughs> Things I wanted to do, I couldn't. I, I couldn't do because of status there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Teachers, you know, they were, at that time the teacher had a very good interest in the students, mm-hmm. and one of my teachers she corrected me several times, let me know that I could not do that because my father was the principal, and <laughs> that was certainly a bad example for other students. Right. So it was kind of strict, but it was very nice. Uh, he was very strict, very mm-hmm. uh, as far as discipline goes. Mm-hmm. He was a very good teacher. Uh, in college, he majored in math and history. So that was his, his strong points. And he mm-hmm. uh, taught that uh, history, uh, math, science. During the summer at the time, he was raising tobacco. Uh, worked with another contractor, Brown Sebastian, in concrete during the summer. Uh, he also went up to uh, New York as a supervisor there in one of the factories during the summertime. Mm-hmm. It's, because at that time, they only paid teachers nine months out of the year. So mm-hmm. he had to do something for the other two or two and a half months. Right. So he did that. Uh, at one time, he was sharecropping on, on uh, three other farms. Wow. In addition to raising on his farm where we still live at now, the home farm. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, taught us the value of not being lazy, but to actually get out and do stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, at home on the farm area, we had, uh, once again, Typical farm with cattle and uh, your uh, poultry, uh, the uh, chickens, geese, ducks, guineas, what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, cattle that we had to take care of during the winter and summer. That was my brother and I's job to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, something that we did every morning this time of the year. Uh, before my father took over his principal, he was also driving school bus. Oh, wow. So he would, yes, he, he kept busy. <laughs> Sounds like He'd it. Grab the school bus and uh, pick us up. If, if you weren't out there, we had to walk to school a couple of times <laughs> because uh, he said I'd be by seven twenty-six, and if you were out there at seven twenty-seven, you were late. Oh wow! And you walked. <laughs> we, walk we, uh, we got that. Uh, I guess that's some of the members that we remember could. Mm-hmm. It's a long walk from home to school, about four miles, a little four miles. Yeah, I guess you learned your lesson. (laughs) Very good. Frank Cannon Sr.'s wife, Orabel Hamilton Cannon, is buried next to him. She was born in 1911 and died in 1998. Frank Cannon Jr. shared some of his memories about his mother and her own teaching career. She's from Breckenridge County. Mm-hmm. Western Kentucky. Uh, she met my father down in Kentucky State. And then uh, they got married uh, when he finished college in 36. And then she taught school, a uh, little school called Little Zion out on Catnipeel Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember her teaching there. She also uh, uh, drove school bus 
to pick up kids at that area there. Mm-hmm. Little one room school from first through the sixth grades. So one teacher, and that was her. Wow. <laughs> uh, her school bus at that time was an old uh, 1937 Ford bread wagon. Well, that was a little bit better than what we had. Uh, these bus that my father drove at that time was a 1937 ambulance. Oh, wow. And they didn't, hadn't even, did not even paint it yellow. It was still black. <laughs> had a board down one side and board down the other side. That's what we said. Oh, okay. My school, that, her school bus, the same thing. That little panel truck, they call them bread wagons. Uh-huh. Uh, board down each side, but she would drive the school bus, pick up kids, and teach. And then in the evening time, take them all back home. Wow. And then when they integrated schools, or consolidated, rather, before integration, saw consolidated schools, mm-hmm. they did away with all these little outlying one room schools, as you have, where they had one or two teachers, and brought them all into Nicholasville mm-hmm. to the uh, uh, to, to the high schools that were here. And then, of course, when integration uh, came along in the early late fifties, then they started doing away with a lot of the other schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother wound up teaching over to Wilmore during her final uh, years before she retired. Uh, taught to Wilmore Elementary School. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, I think it was the either second or fourth grade. She taught both grades over there, mm-hmm. and that's, her, that's when she retired from there. So you didn't go to the same school that your mother taught at. No, she taught no. at a different I went, school. I went strictly to Nicholasville, up there to the at that time it was called Rosemont Dunbar, uh, at the end of Chestnut Street. Mm-hmm. The, the buildings there. It was enough to have my father as a teacher. I, I, knew, I, knew, I didn't need both of them. My right. father was teaching. All of taught us when we got back home, though. <laughs> right. Um, and did you have any any favorite memories of your mother that you wanted to share? Oh, uh, she was once again a very caring uh, person, uh, quiet, uh, took interest in her students. If a student didn't learn, then she took extra time out for that particular student. To, to help them out. Uh, she'd bring her work home at night, take it back in the morning time, and then uh, discuss what she could do to get a student to learn. Mm-hmm. But some students, uh, you, you cannot get through to them. You just, uh, you just can't. Uh, sometimes it's a personality. Sometimes it's your voice. Sometimes it's the student just doesn't want to learn. But she tried to reach every student that she could to mm-hmm. make sure that student learned. Uh, when they, when she got out of, out, out of her class. What they did in the next class, I don't know, but when she had them, she wanted to make sure of that. Uh, the other thing was she was a very Christian lady also. Uh, made sure that my brother and I, we stayed out all night. We got up Sunday morning and we went to church. <laughs> I don't care what you feel like when you came in. <laughs> um, very nice. listening to episode one of the Locust Grove Oral History Podcast. On our next episode, we'll talk to Anna Kenyon and Jennifer Smith about their parents, Dorothy and Andrew Smith. We recorded this podcast in the recording studio of the Jessamine County Public Library. For more information on the recording studio or the Locust Grove Oral History Project, visit our website at jesspublib.org. Our theme song is by Scott Whitten. 
You can find out more about Scott and his music on his website, adoreforadesk.com. <laughs>